This episode is sponsored by Big Sarah. Cover your ears and run for the hills. Big Sarah is back in town and has big, big deals on all of her favorite pies. Don't like pies? That's okay. Big Sarah now carries smooshed corn cobs in a can. Now open during the day. Do you even know what this is or even understand what you're about to get into? <laughs> you just stepped into the only virtual realm of complete cool boy wisdom. This is Cool Talks 444. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, guys. This is uh, girls. the coolest time. It's Cool Talks 444. <laughs> And yeah, it's this is a good this is a good thing because this is actually episode eleven, and uh, we got a great one. This is uh, called Story Time with Joe. Yep. Um, Joe's a really good friend of Andrew and I, and uh, we're just gonna have some good talks. But before before we get into that, we always have to thank our sponsors. Um, big, big Sarah coming through big time. Yeah, Big Sarah, big time. Lots of stuff going going on with that one. Smushes her own corn. Have you had her own pies before? Uh, I got a little nervous. I went for the smushed corn. Yeah, the, I never it, had one in before. a can though. A smushed corn cob though. It's I not know, corn. But I never had a smushed corn cob before. Oh, is it soggy or is it like crunchy? Uh, it's in between. <laughs> it's kind of like pickled. Oh, okay. So it's like salty, maybe. Yeah, it'd be it, like if you were stranded on a desert island, you know, probably keep for a while. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> So everybody, thank you for uh, Big Sarah. And um, if you're if you're in the neighborhood, get some smushed corn cob in a can or some pies. She's got some mystery pies. Um, they usually were open during the nighttime, but uh, nighttime people started coming during the daytime and demanding that. So that's where she really wanted to clarify with me that she's open during the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. So with that being said, this is episode 11. Um, story time with Joe. And again, pause if you haven't rated us five stars. If you haven't rated us five stars, then you're you're almost like a piece of trash. But I'm not going to say that. <laughs> or a relative of Big Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a night walker. Yeah. There we it, go. We're, we're not going to slander you. All <laughs> all ears are welcomed. Yes. So, um, with that being said, Joe, what's happening, man? How you not doing? Not much. Thanks, guys. Uh, Appreciate the friendship. We'll see if we're still good friends after this show. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! I, you know, okay. So to, to kind of give a little bit backstory, uh, my perspective on Joe. I met Joe. I don't even know where I met you. It was a cigar event of some sort. Very uh, exuberant, uh, welcoming, really tan dude with a goatee that I remember seeing like at a cigar event. You're smoking a cigar and you're loud and having a beer. I'm like this guy looks like he's just having a really good time. Yes. And I, already, I think I saw my dad talking to you, Joe, or something like that. And it, and it was just, uh, I don't know, I was just like, I got to know who this guy is. And it, and it just clicked from there. Like every cigar event, you start showing up more. And my dad and I started a cigar company. And so we would always hand you cigars because you're always going camping or like hustling. You were like hustling them for us, like at campers. Like you would, yeah. he'd show up like in these coolest hunting sunglasses on a four-wheeler. And <laughs> selling cigars. Selling <laughs> cigars out the back. Yeah. And it was... <laughs> It was it was cool and and one of my biggest memories uh, that I, I remember as of yesterday and you probably I, I think I've mentioned this to you Joe before but I was helping my friend Eric remember Eric Hayden mm-hmm. shout out to Eric Hayden you're in uh, Indonesia but uh, I was helping him move and there's no one on Hauser Lake at 9 a.m. there's nobody 
and there's this one dude out like in a canoe or a tube kayak smoking a cigar and i think maybe having a beer but i wasn't sure and yeah. i was like i was like who the hell is doing this like on a weekday or something yep beautiful day yeah you and we slow down. You were with me. I'm like, that's got to be Joe. It's Joe. It was, was Joe. Like, it has to be. <laughs> it was you. Paddling well, out across the lake with a cigar and a beer I cooler. just saw <laughs> uh, somebody with a, gir- a woman with blonde hair and then a trail of smoke. Like like you're following like an old school train like down down the railroad. Like it's almost <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a hunter's painting from the 70s. Yes. You know, like, an old, sure. like a beautiful scenery and there's just like this... Skin, <laughs> yeah. like in a yellow tube or something, in like the smoke. It's a yellow kayak, yellow kayak. Right. It's it's a yellow kayak. There you go. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, I just looked and there's a, just a cloud of smoke behind him. Like that's, that's got to be Joe. It has to be the only yeah. person in the area that I'm like has to be. Yeah. Yep. Sure shit. <laughs> Hung her head out the window. I'm like Joe, what's up? Yeah, and and and, and Joe to be it's honest, it's like 9 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's reasons why I started this podcast. You're one of them. Like to, to to set you up on a pedestal here, Joe, to, to make you even more nervous. I when I started this podcast, I was like, I want really cool people to come on the podcast and just talk their stories or their what they've experienced or their thoughts are in life or whatever. And and, and, and you were like one of them immediately. And so I'm stoked to to have you on. Well, thank you, the Joe. Podcast, That's kind Joe. of interesting. But yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to kiss you. But. <laughs> Well, I thought we were friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess friends. not that close. Just friends. Just friends, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so with that being said, Joe, um, I'll kind of open up to you. Um, give me a little <laughs> back. Hey. Oh, here we go. Pause. Dang it! Okay, guys. Sorry, we're back. Uh, Joe. Um, so you know, I really started. don't. I really don't know what to think about that. I think I'm a pretty friendly, outgoing guy. I speak English, not bureaucrat, you know, and I came to the point where I just decided I don't like people, so fuck it. <laughs> Can I say bad words on here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, just, just, so, don't, just don't say shit or ass or fuck. Okay, well, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Here we go. So, <laughs> I just said them all. Yeah. The, the, the main ones. But go go for it, Joe. I got a big heart. You know, I like people. I'm kind of outgoing. I'm tired of the drama and bullshit, so the best thing I found to do around here to stay away from people is my kayak. Okay. And man, I love floating the river. I love the back of it full of beer. And I've got a little humidor that holds about 30 cigars. And I'll take a three or four hour float down the river. And uh, that didn't help me stay away from people. Some kind of how that got pretty popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people out there that you know, do that. But you should flag them down. Yeah, no, no, excuse actually, me, excuse me, excuse no, that's a true story. Actually, it, it started a little club, and we started with uh, we started with like fifteen people about five years ago. And I won't, I won't. It's a meetup group, so I'm, I'm not going to go no, there. Don't it, even know who they are. Yeah. Don't, so it was a meetup no group idea. in Spokane. Okay. And started with like fifteen people, and now it's got almost four hundred people in it. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool because. Um, so so wait, you started you you started floating the river because you you don't like to be around people, but then you started a group. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, and no, I'm not sure how that worked out. Well, I think because that's it goes what back happened. Because you because you do kind of like people in, in essence when they're around in your circle or something, right? You know, I made that comment because that's pretty general, and I, I don't like bullshit, right? And yeah. there's so much bullshit well, out I, there. I get so that, man. I'm away from people. Yeah, so that was it. You know, I'm just kind of like, okay. Next thing you know, 
hey man, that's a fat dude in a kayak, man. I got a good idea. He's got a good idea. Let's follow him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. Show you how this is done. I mean, Joe, it's hard not to follow you. You got like, you know, the cigars <laughs> in hand, the good beers, they're always cold, like, and, and you're laughing and, and, you're, and you're always smiling. So it's, you know. Party with feet. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, these folks over here, they're all into kayaking and exercising and all of that. I, I don't get that. Because no. I'll be out there in my kayak, and they're doing the Iron Man stuff and what have you. I'll paddle out there with a beer in hand. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> Take a puff while you're doing a, a stride you or know, something. I could just see called. you like doing secure or safety for Iron Man with a cigar in your mouth. And some guys, like, paddles. dude, some guys just, yeah, yeah. You're going out of course, hit him in the side of the head. Yeah. Move over. Or like, hey, you uh, want to smoke? When they, the runners, the runners, when they're running, they always hand them like gel packs and stuff. I could totally see Joe like handing them like, like little nicotine packs or something that like chills them out or like, here's a cigar instead. <laughs> oh, you know what? This is true. So some friends of ours, we went to the, uh, what's the hot springs over there? Uh, in Montana? Montana. Yeah. Quinn's. Yeah. Quinn's hot Quince, springs. Right. You ever been there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This place yeah, yeah. is great. It's the first time I went there, man, we pulled in. And it looked like a Hugh Hefner convention, man. Everybody's out there in their white bathrobes. I'm like, okay. okay, I don't fit right in here. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we get out there. You'll have to ask Mary. Mary's my wonderful wife now. But uh, man, we get out there and we meet this old couple, and they're probably in 75, 80s. Okay. They're staying in the cabin right next to us. And the husband was kind of snobby, but the lady, she was really friendly and intrigued with cigars. So the next thing you know, I'm trying to teach her how to smoke a cigar. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty lit and toasted, and I got this cigar all cut, and she's holding it, and I'm trying to light it, and I'm telling her, puff, puff. <laughs> Did she learn? Or no. Uh, yeah, yeah, she smoked. Uh, yeah. She smoked maybe about an inch of it. I think that's quite a bit of quite a bit for someone who's never smoked cigars. Yeah, an inch. I mean, usually I, I get like the the newbies to smoke maybe three puffs, and they look at me like, man, I'm done. Hey, you know what? The lady's 75 years old, man. Let her enjoy life, right? Yeah, no right. kidding. You yeah. know? So uh, we <clears throat> this gets better. The people we were with, there's a beer they got over there. It's called Pig's Ass. It's in Montana. That's it's, a beer? It's hmm. a beer. It's pig's, actually pretty good. I'm pig's gonna, Ass. I'm going to get you one and share one okay. with you. All right. It's All right. out of Montana. It's called Pig's Ass. Well, my buddy Ken <laughs> is drinking his Pig's Ass. Uh, his wife's drinking some Fireball. Oh, God. And I had, I think it was whiskey and Coke or something. I, I, I just love, like, a rye whiskey. And then Mary, <laughs> Mary's our beer squirrel. <laughs> yep, <laughs> She's beer drinking squirrel. everything. Okay, so my turn to go up to the bar, and I'm up at the bar, and I can't get this shit straight. So I'm trying to order some fire ass up at the bar. Fire ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, they look, yeah, they're looking uh, at you like, what? Yeah, yeah. What, kid, is this, what is this drink? The kid has to come up and get me, and I'm, I'm square. No, damn it. That's what we've been drinking all night. Ken fire said, ass. <laughs> yeah. Ken's like, no, Joe, it's fireball and pig's ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, have you, have you had a spire ball before? Oh, I know what that is. Where yeah. you take a, a spire, a hard cider and mix it with fireball. Mm-mm. It sounds disgusting because I, I don't really like fireball too much and I don't really like spire cider, but it's actually kind of good in a weird way. Fireball and cider. Yeah, hard cider, yeah. Not, not regular cider. That's a big no thanks for me. No, okay, let me no get this fireball. straight. You guys are mixing fireball and cider, and you're sitting here talking. What is wrong with this younger generation? Yeah, I know. Lots. <laughs> There's a lot. I don't know. They, I think the younger generation looks at us, and we're part of that younger generation. They go, what is wrong with you? 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like the generation younger than us, Z. Isn't it Z right? I don't know. Gen Probably Z. Gen Z. It sounds so serious. It does. I hate the generation thing. It's annoying. Yeah. Gen X, Gen Z, Millennial. Well, I definitely think Gen Z is smarter than Millennials. Oh, for sure. I'm part of the Millennial group. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's it's what it is. You just you just try to do your best to... There's garbage everywhere. There's garbage. There's bullshit everywhere, right? Garbage. So, I, think mine, garbage. I think mine's kind of the... The baby boomer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you'd be a baby boomer, uh, I, I think. I think you're yeah. tail end, right? You're, t you're very, very tail end, I would say. Because my parents were baby boomers. Or baby boomers. Yeah, sorry. I think I'm right in there. But, uh, hey, man, you know what? You guys know I do got to share this because it was, it was really cool. Go away. So I got I got four boys from my first marriage of 12 years. Oh, shit, yeah. And okay. I, and then I got a step boy and girl from my second marriage. Okay. And, and that's it. I mean, right. that's all I know. So... I don't know, whatever the date is. 20 years ago, right? Right at, right between my first and second marriage, I met this chick. She's, okay, she was a rebound. That's straight up. She had a little boy, and uh, she had just divorced from this military guy, so I knew nobody in town. Okay, I kind of liked her. I moved her in. She was a nutcase. Now, we're out in Sacramento, California. <laughs> nutcase. I want nothing to do with her, but I didn't feel right about kicking her to the curb with this little boy, so Chuck, I said, I know what I'm going to do. I go buy this 86 Dodge conversion van, and I take her on a road trip. Let's go to Indiana <laughs> to see your dad. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. Yeah, get in the van. Yes, Drop I her am. Off. <laughs> so we get out to Indiana. Get out. <laughs> no, yeah, pretty much. We get out to Indiana. I spent a day or two with her dad and uh, this and that, and then I pulled her dad aside, and I said, well, here's the deal. Um. I really brought her out here to leave her with you because I wanted nothing to do with her, but I didn't feel like, you know, she needs to be around family. Yeah, putting her out so, on the street or something. I mean, I'm sorry. No disrespect. So here's a pink slip to the van. She has a car and a kid and her with her family. I'm out. What did the dad say? Well, he goes, he he was cool. He said, you know what? I it's pretty fair shake. You know, I respect that and thank you. And I ain't telling her, though. You tell her. Oh, okay. Man, dude, that was... I think her head started spinning, man. She went nuts. Anyways, I ended up hitchhiking from Indiana to Chicago. Cause how, the, how old are you, though, around this time? Like, what is this, like 80s or? Uh, this was about 22 years ago, so I'd have been 33, 32. 33. Okay. okay, so you're about our age. My age, funny. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was snowing. Airports were closed down. I had to hitchhike from Indiana up to Chicago to even get a Greyhound. Jeez. Got on the Greyhound. I came home. About two weeks later, she calls me. She says, I need some help. I'm broke down. Well, where are you at, broke down? I'm at the gas station. I think the alternator's out or this and that. She says, well, where are you at? She's in Louisiana. Okay. What are you doing in Louisiana? She says, well, I was coming out to see you. Um, well, you need to call your dad. I got no money. and Fix your alternator and, and keep going down that same road. You'll get here eventually. You're going the right <laughs> way, right? <laughs> Click. About three weeks later, Chuck, the... My neighbor calls me and he says, "Hey man, this chick's down the street watching your house, waiting for you to get home." She's, Are you serious? Yeah, man. She found her way oh, God. back to California. Man, I ended up having long story short, I ended up having to get a restraining order, dude. So, so I, I left her in Indiana with your family, and there's no internet, right? Like I'm used to like just googling it and like just plugging plugging the directions in and going. No, you missed you something. Know? This I would told be you the she 90s. was a wacko. So hey, tell her what I'm 
that, that's my wife coming. She can't hear this part. <laughs> yeah. So she was a nut. So we got this. I ended up getting this restraining order. And they uh, went to court and did all this crap. Now, keep in mind, I had taken her about a month prior out to Indiana. So when we're going to court in the restraining order, she says, well, I'm pregnant. And that didn't make no sense to me because of the time frame and whatever. Right, right. So I contacted her social worker, and the social worker said, let me check her records. No, she hasn't been to the doctor. I think it's a hoax. So they grant, okay. the, they grant the restraining order. I told the social worker, I want nothing to do with her. If she's pregnant, I'll give her medical and uh, child support and whatever for the kid, but nothing. So we saw her around town for about three months after that. Now we're talking a four to five month period. Right. And there's nothing. Right. So yeah, she's a scam, whatever. She drifted off. I ended up moving away. 20 years later, I get a phone call. Hey, Dad. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this is the story then. This is the one. Yeah, when you came over. Yeah, because Joey recently, you, you recently found out, what, a few weeks ago? Uh, July, Maybe a month? July 15th, I found out. Yeah, so not even a month ago. Yeah. You found out that you have a kid. A kid that I didn't even know existed. All I could do at that point was go out and get a box of cigars. It's a boy. Pass it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. What are you going to do? He sounded really cool. I mean, I, you, you let me talk to him when I was here on the phone for a little bit. He sounded he sounded nice. Like, he's a nice dude. So, yeah, that, I mean, that yeah. was a cool story. This, this kid, I mean, he seems to be squared away and had a... But that was an interesting story. That's just part of my life. Twenty years later, man, I'm like, holy smokes, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a... I mean, what do you do? You just go get your yellow kayak and go out and... Smoke. I was about ready to go further than that. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Time to go deep. <laughs> so, 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 Joe, give me, give me some backstory. Like, I don't know... I don't even know where... Where, where did you grow up? Like, were you California? Were yeah, you yeah. East Coast? Okay. I was born in Yuba City, California. Where's that? Uh, Northern California, okay, kind of, kind of outside of Sacramento. Okay, Sacramento. Yeah. That's where I was born. Pretty much lived in Southern Cal, Indio, Palm Desert, Palm Springs area. Right. For most of my whole life, ended up moving my junior year of high school, and graduated in the Bay Area. When I okay. gra- when I graduated right. in the Bay Area, I was in boot camp four days out of graduation. <sighs> I was a rebel. You know, right? So was was that your choice, or was was oh, that? Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, didn't want to be home. I actually wasn't at home ever since about thirteen years old. Okay, even though my parents were around, I was gone. You know, I had my own job, my own stuff, so whatever. Do you, uh, brothers or sisters or anything? Yeah, I had. Yeah, I I had two sisters. The younger mm-hmm. one passed away a couple years back. The older ones somewhere, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, so. Got out, went in the military. There's a lot of cool stories here. Got out of the military. <laughs> I'm sure. Dude, the military. Oh, God. Came out. Uh, didn't work out too well there when I got out of the military. So I came back to California and went to work uh, for the state of California. And then uh, got a retirement there and came to Idaho, and that's where we met. And that's where we met you, man. So so any any service stories? I mean, I know one. There's a couple. There's a couple of them. <laughs> But you're a dude that's always just got stories, and you're smiling right now with a smirk of a cigar <laughs> in, your, in, in your hands going, I know. You're yeah, doing- you know what? We always got into shit. Never what? did anything to really hurt anybody, but. Um, yeah, just just hood rat, or uh, what do you call it, rascal. Being a, yeah. 
Yeah, if, yeah. If, somebody, fun. if somebody did something on the boat, we either did it or knew who did it. So Navy then, right? Navy, right? Yeah. And uh, well, because how you're just a, like how many people on a on a ship at one time, or, or what, what would you call on it? that ship? We had a little over 800 naval personnel, and we had 2,300 Marines. And how how long were you out at a time? Uh, we never went on any six months because it was an amphibious ship, so we hit all these protocols. So maybe. I think the longest we were out was probably 45, 60 days max mm-hmm. before okay. we hit a beach. But um, you guys were all together the whole time, like same unit of people? Yeah. Or would it always cycle out? Well, the Navy was the same, but they would put different troops on our boat. Right, okay. Yeah. So, you, you, so you, you, you became friends, or at least you guys knew the Navy crew very well. Oh, very well. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. And we, yeah. That's crazy that there's 3,000 people So what, what do you do boat? on a ship, though? Like, what do you guys do? Like, I feel like a bunch of dudes, like, in <laughs> their 20s. Pre-internet. Oh, man. Or teens. Just, oh, man. Pre-internet. Like, pre-internet. With, with ammo and gunpowder. Well, and I, I can tell you this. Shenanigans. I'm not going to tell you, because I'm sure it still goes on, and I'm not throwing my boys under the bus. <laughs> but we entertain ourselves yeah i'll just put it that way <laughs> we had a lot of fun oh sure <laughs> yeah so my uh, had card games and different yeah. activities <laughs> <laughs> activities yeah. yeah yeah so we went uh we had an apartment off a of base and my roommate ironically his name was joe <laughs> two joes and uh, oh damn yeah yeah oh boy the power intensifies <laughs> yeah you know, I, I can't even tell you chuck but i do remember I do remember our petty officer asking us one time, "Can you guys, can you guys ever get into port without getting hauled back to the boat within two days?" <laughs> yeah, well, that didn't seem possible. <laughs> you you getting hauled, you're getting hauled back because you got in trouble for summer. Oh yeah, that, yeah, shore patrol. Right. right. Yeah. Shore We'd patrol. be there normally. We wouldn't even make it a day. I think we made it two days once. <laughs> what, what, what's what's like the normal thing for getting in trouble for? Is like, or is there something like you're always like just getting too loud at a bar or something like that? Or, uh, or, little, yeah. That's, that's what we'll call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. get too <laughs> little more that. Um, well, one, one thing you asked me about, and I'll share it, was uh, we, we we got into town and we were down at the bar drinking, and fight broke out. We got hauled back to the boat, and uh, the boat let us go. Told us we had to be, you know, behaved for the weekend. Well, we didn't have a ride back to the, so we went to the motor pool and got one of the military navy vans. And once we got home, we decided we can't leave this in the parking lot. What are we going to do? So we're going to ditch it into the lake. No, wait, wait. Let, let me pause you there for a second. Because if you mm-hmm. leave it in the parking lot, what we're, happens? We're busted. Right. So you. So why wouldn't you just return it back to where you found it? Well, because that base was clear across town. Oh, okay. You okay, know? I, I see. So you're not. Yeah. Our, our car was still at the bar, which is right down the street. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we left it in our parking lot, that's stupid. We're going to get right. caught. Yeah. <laughs> So, right, so put it in the lake, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put it in the lake. So, don't, don't, we get this van and we gas this sucker, man. Seems logical. Did you have like a runway? Was there like a. Well, it, no, it made a. The road going down to the lake made like a 90 degree left turn right at the lake to go along the front so of the So, who road. decided to, to, to tank it? Or, or, or was it you or was it a friend? No, I decided to tank it, but Joe drove it. Okay. So, you know. <laughs> so. We, man, we hit this left turn, and we went out in the lake. We hit this turn doing probably 60. Okay. And we went 20, 30 yards out in the lake, and the damn lake was only about two feet deep at that point. <laughs> so, so it's just sitting. Fans up out of the water, right? <laughs> oh, shit. What time is it? Is it night, like, super dark? Or is oh, it, God. I don't even like remember. But I'm bars gonna, are closed? or No, no, no. So maybe like a 12 a.m., maybe 11, yeah, 30 p.m. Yeah. No, but probably closer to 9, 9.30. Okay. Oh, so, so early. 
<laughs> we climb out the van. Obviously, we're soaking wet. We hit the bar. We go back home. And a shore patrol comes around the neighborhood. And our good old neighbor, well, nobody knows anything except those two over there. They're soaking wet. They came home wet. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, we're back downtown. Spent a little bit of time in the brig for that one. Uh, and what do you what, what do you mean uh, the the brig? What did you say? Navy it's jail. It's like navy jail. Yeah. So is it like just a straight up jail, or do they put yeah. you like in a bunker thing, or just like actual bars like jail? It's on ship, think? right? Yeah. Well, it depends what you get. That one wasn't on the ship. That was over there at Quantico, Virginia. You know. Okay. Uh, that's that's the military jail. <laughs> yeah. They were probably not happy. Most of the time when we got in trouble, we were just no, they weren't happy. I want to know the guy that got sent out to take it out. <laughs> yeah, how did they go get it? Did they, did they even tell you that? They're like, Joe? No, no. Oh, man, I can tell you one of them. This is a good one. Okay. So most of the time, we would just get confined to the ship. They call it 30 days of restriction, 30 days extra duty, and half a month's pay. Dude, I went in an E3, and I came out an E3. Damn, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah. I know enough that, yeah. Yeah. I just, I could never progress because I just kept... They kept giving me and taking the shit back. Giving me to take it back. But you, you said you were there for a few years, so like you, you obviously they obviously liked you at some point. I mean like yeah. Because I feel like they if like the true rascals like the ones that like they can't handle they they give the boot. You know what they did? We did our job. We did our job. There was nothing. It was just when we were left unsupervised. You know. <laughs> so it just got to a point they could. Funny. <laughs> Dad's yeah. not here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's party, boys. Yeah. So they went. So yeah, there's there's one. This this is a good one. So we're back. That we're back at the apartment. And we're partying, and we realize we got enough beer. We had enough money for some more beer and a Seven Eleven across the street, or a pizza. Okay, I'm one of the original Domino's robbers. <laughs> okay, so what we decided to? I know what this is going. I have done this. No. I bet you haven't. <laughs> so we okay. right. we decided we have enough beer, money for beer, or more pizza. So we decided, and I'll just buy the beer. We'll order the neighbor a pizza. We'll wait five minutes, and we'll order the other neighbor. Ah. Uh, when they okay. go to that, we'll walk over and get that pizza. I've done exactly this. Well, hold on a minute. <laughs> that would have worked had we not driven the Domino's pizza truck away. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's just smarter. You, now you have transportation and pizza. Yeah. So we, <laughs> but we lived across the street. We didn't need the truck. So we got the truck. We ate the pizza. We drove the truck around a little bit. <laughs> the, the pizza truck, or yeah. like the yeah, as a, uh, as a Domino's uh, delivery pizza truck. So you yeah. actually took his pizza truck. Yeah. They had them back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was 80, 82 or eighty three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Now what are we going to do with this truck? We can't take it back home. I know so, a lake. No, no, no. So we, <laughs> yeah. we, parked it, we parked it right down the street. Now this is, you know, like this one. So we parked it right down the street. Went back home, ate our pizza, the rest pizza and drinking beer. You'd have thought we robbed a bank, dude. Helicopter, cops coming through the windows. Ooh, the ghetto bird. For oh, a pizza man. truck, really? Yeah, yeah. An armed robbery they charged uh, us with. Armed was, robbery? Yeah, all three of us. Because... The pizza lady that went up to the door saw my buddy had a belt knife, and oh. she felt threatened by that. Okay. Never even talked to us. So, yeah, they take us down. Now, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been to the jail big time, but they got different floors. They got, like, the drunk tank. They got the misdemeanor. Then they got the felony, mm-hmm. you know. Well, we're up here on the felony floor for armed robbery, 
and this big dude says, what did you get in here? And no way in hell I was telling him I stole a pizza, right? <laughs> I bet you he would have laughed his ass off if you had told him that. Because that, that's some funny shit. So, yeah, we're back to the boat. Yeah. What are you in here? I stabbed a guy. I stole a pizza. Yeah, beat him with a ball bat. <laughs> yeah, we're back to the boat on that one. And then, What did they say? Dude, uh, you're, you're commanding. Your CEO must have just been like, what the hell do I do with you? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, just stuff. Never heard anybody just into mischief big time. So they they were chasing us one time, chasing us in the car. And uh, Sherry. Who's they? Who's, who's they? Cops. Cops Who chasing? else would be chasing us, right? So they're, they're, like you're actually being chased. Wow. Oh, big time. Okay. So <laughs> Sherry was in the middle. I'm driving. And then Joe's over here. And is Sherry, does, does she serve or is she just someone no, you found? No, she's just. Someone you, wife. someone you found. Yeah. So Sherry's sitting in the middle of this. It was a, uh, I don't know, an older Camaro. I don't remember what year. And we came over the top of this overpass, and the light turned yellow. So we all do it. You know, boom, what did the light? Oh, yeah, there's a cop. Right, right. Sherry goes, oh, shit, there's a cop. Well, neither one of us had a driver's license from other stories, right? Okay. Well, we're out of here. Boom. We're going down the back road toward North Carolina. We're going to try to get across the border and hide. And uh, spun the car out bailed we went out we hid under these tickets and sherry's still in the car <laughs> and we're under these tickets we see all the cops pull up uh, took them a couple hours to find us they never found us out in the bushes helicopter came helicopter left helicopter came back pretty soon they towed the car and they towed sherry off and we're like oh shit you know walking out the back side of the field they catch us they take us back and the shore patrol is telling us dude that was some funny shit we were listening to the chase on the radio, <laughs> but the helicopter couldn't keep up with you. Really? Yeah. So they had set up a couple roadblocks, but you guys went by before the roadblock. They said, how fast were you going? I don't know. We had no dash lights. <laughs> we were just going. <laughs> just going. <laughs> just going. So but that, leads, that led up to the, the other one. It was, so, yeah, man, we're back to the boat. We're in trouble again. And we weren't allowed back off the boat until the ship was leaving. Okay. And <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So now we're out to sea. We can't get in no trouble. So maybe maybe your maybe your officer now is like kind of relieved. No, no. He told us at that mass. I remember this. <laughs> so he's the one that really got me in trouble. <laughs> we're, we're up at the captain's mass, and he says, "You know, I, I got a three-year-old daughter that don't act like you guys." <laughs> and Joe says, "Well, she wasn't even there." <laughs> Yeah, that got him in really trouble. Yeah. So <laughs> we leave we leave Norfolk and we go out and we do our little deployment and our little exercise and come back. We hit Fort Lauderdale. Uh, oh God, Fort Lauderdale during spring break. Uh, and this was and your Navy. Good yeah. combination. Yeah, <laughs> great. So and it's eighties. By the way, <laughs> the city of Fort Lauderdale told the Navy that boat wasn't allowed back there no more. Over this one, damn, yeah. because of you and your team. Your, your crew? Your I'm team. not taking ownership of that, but the boat. The your boat. Team. The, the boat. boat. Yeah, it was a joint effort. The crew. <laughs> it's, it's a joint, joint, it's a a joint Navy strike. So we're, 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 we're Navy guys, right? We're downtown. Yep. College guys, you know, we just didn't get along. We're getting this big old bar fight downtown. Shore patrol comes. They're going to let us go. Well, me and Harvey, which was another shipmate, we decided we had picked these two girls up. We're all pretty lit. We're going to go party with these girls. So we right, take off right. with these two chicks. 
get halfway down the beach and we decide to go skinny dipping. Well, they had some weed, so we smoked a couple joints with them. We're mm-hmm. out in the water skinny dipping. Come about sundown, the cops on the horses came by and said, you guys got to get out the water. Uh, you know, the beach is closed. Uh-huh. Just, we're out in a minute and they ride off. Chuck, we go up to the wall where the, I don't, you know, it's probably here that truck over there across the street. Okay, so probably like what, uh, 80 feet, 100 feet? Yeah. Okay. And uh, our clothes are gone. We got up there and we're part of our clothes. Our clothes are gone. Right, so where you left your clothes are just gone now. They're gone. <laughs> Did they take them, you think? <laughs> no. What happened was we left with these chicks and we went skinny dipping. Right. Our buddies that had just got released from the fight we were in saw our clothes uh, and said, all oh, those dudes, I'm going to help them out take their clothes back. Right, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. So we went back in the water. We're telling these girls, man, I got no wallet, no nothing. You got to go get us some shorts or something. Everything's closed. They said, well, all we got is these towels. Well, give me that towel. So we wrapped this towel around it, trying to call a taxi. We had no money. The girl says, we'll give you a ride, but all we got is a TR-7. So, oh, hey, what's Triumph. A, hey, what's exactly a TR-7? Little Triumph TR-7, little two-door sports car. Convertible. Two-door. Yeah, two-door. Two tiny. There's four of us. Tiny, tiny. Yeah. So yeah. how does that work? Was there three in one side and... Two, no, two. the two girls were driving, and Harvey and I were sitting in the trunk with a tail wrapped around us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we're going down the expressway in Florida, right? Oh, yeah. Now, this this gets better. When we They take us back to the boat, and when we pull up, you know, all the tourists and stuff on the pier going up and down, touring the, the right. boat. Harvey and I walking down the pier with nothing but a towel, and we walk up the quarter deck. And we're, Permission to come aboard, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Did they, did, they, did they just like? Is there like a is there like a single guard or a single group of guys that that run like the entry point where they just know it's you a, guys? Where they're like yeah, you guys? Pretty much, yeah. So like, get up there of course, says, you don't have clothes on. He says to me, he goes, you know, in my entire naval career, I have never heard of anyone getting their clothes back to the ship before they do. <laughs> I said, what? You got our clothes? They said, yeah, your buddies brought them back. <laughs> Go back down in there and put your clothes back on, then come see me. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get in trouble or no? Yeah, we got in trouble. We couldn't leave the boat for the weekend. Then the word got passed down that we had to leave the Liberty Call early because the city, hence the fight and all before that. <laughs> they're sick of you guys. Go. Go back to Virginia. Yeah, and like, that's Florida. Yeah. You got kicked out of Florida. Yep. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Fort Lauderdale, so yeah. So 80s Florida spring break, you got kicked out. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a that's a feat, I feel Yeah, like. that is a feat. Like, I feel like you should get a badge just for that. <laughs> you yeah, you know what? I survived. I, well, you know what? We should protest and tell them that. I got kicked yeah. out of Florida Lauderdale I survived. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. We're navies. We're sailors. We don't walk around with a little bow tie on our neck. Right. You know? Also, it's Florida. You know? Come on. You know, what are you going to do here? So, Joe, a question for you then. Um, being in the Navy... Um, Tattoos, you know. So, so my my mom's side of the family, a lot of sailors and and marine people. And they they were rough. I don't think really any of them had tattoos. But what about that? Like, th- was there that kind of crowd? Because it's the eighties. I mean, it's still pretty early. You know, tattoos weren't as apparent as no, they are now. There is that kind of crowd, and you know, um, kids in the military all the way around. First thing they want to do, they're independent. They want to go get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, I got my my first original one in the military, and it's nothing special. And I've got some enhanced ones after that. Yeah. But it's a podcast; we can't show them. But there's some nice <laughs> hits, you know. 
Like the one I never got, I wanted to finish, Chuck. I was going to tattoo a leg on the inside of my arm right here, going from my wrist down to my armpit. And so then a really long a, leg. A yeah. leg. And then another leg down from my armpit down to my I know waist. where this is going, yeah. Because oh, so yeah. every time I wave at people, right? Your you armpit's know? the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never that's got that's commitment because I've seen little ones like right here, like where it's just like on your on your chest and a little bit on your on your uh, no, bicep. Whole arm wave. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I don't think I think I've seen that before. Like a whole leg on your arm. So the, yeah, so the the Aloha <laughs> tat. You know, my second wife uh, married her over in Hawaii. I wanted one of them brown dancing wiggly girls. Who married her. She tells me. No more tattoos, Joe. You get Aloha. How the heck am I going to get Aloha biker tat? So went down to the bar <laughs> drinking with my buddies, and we decided to make an Aloha biker tat. And I got a monkey bent over, and his, his asshole, the O, is part of Aloha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I go home, and I say, hey, babe, check it out. I got Aloha. That was the beginning of my second divorce. <laughs> Okay, that's pretty awesome. I mean, you know, yeah, that's so. so that was were, were you you were serving then still? Oh no no I was oh, out okay. there. Okay, okay. Because I'll there. say would they would they allow that or? No, no. Uh, they're pretty I, strict. They're or? they're strict. They got but they don't really enforce it all. There there is some kind of rule or clause in there about putting tattoos because it's deforming government property kind of stuff. Because your government. Do they property. really put that oh, in there? Oh yeah, wow. it's in there. But Weird. they don't really enforce it, I guess, unless it's a tool they need that really... Right. I mean, here's the thing. I was young and stupid. I probably would do things different. But I was in there to do one thing, defend my country, and I did my job. Yeah, I appreciate that. I got no freaking desire of trying to be political and advance my career with politics in the military. Right. I'm the dude you're going to want standing next to you when the shit hits the fan. And if you don't like it, go eat another donut. <laughs> Just fuck <laughs> yeah. away from me, right? <laughs> yeah. I was there for a job. We yeah. did our job. No questions. Right. But we did cost them a lot of paperwork on the other side. Well, I mean. Sorry you feel that way. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you took the paper job. <laughs> you know, that wasn't me. Yeah, my, that was your choice. <laughs> that was your choice. With all due respect, you're not my dad. You, you should have <laughs> told him practice makes perfect. Uh, you know. Yeah. I'm helping you. Yeah, that's, that's that's awesome. I mean, I, I I get that vibe from you anyway too. You know, there's like that, uh, like we we always joke around on this podcast saying people, you know, we always usually we end with "You're not my dad." You're not my dad. With with the all due respect of just like you're not my dad, yeah. <laughs> and and I'll be politically incorrect or I'll say what I want to say, and and if I like you, if I don't like you, you're gonna know. And at the end of the day, we're gonna we're gonna shake hands, smoke a cigar, and let bygones be bygones. You know, and uh, yeah, I definitely get that vibe from you. Joe. That's kind of, you know, it's, it's mind over matter. I don't mind. You don't matter. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't like me, quit talking to me, right? Go away. Yeah. Did you, so did you have any serving? Did you have any international yeah. trips? Were you were you out anywhere? Was there anything, like, memorable that you've been to that you're, like, Japan or somewhere like that? Um, Germany. Spent some time in Germany. Oh, spent wow. some okay. time in England. Okay. Uh, got the, what they call the Blue Nose Certificate where you cross the Arctic Circle. Went over to Haifa, Israel. Uh, a lot of times in the Bahamas, Guantanamo Bay before it was Guantanamo. Right. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was still Guantanamo Bay, but, but it wasn't, wasn't served as what it was. Yeah, yeah. As a, it as was a, a military now. base. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we we did a lot of Caribbean and Saint, the Virgin Islands stuff down there. 
So did a lot of trouble happen there? Because those are some good places, man. I've been I've been in the Caribbean plenty of times, you know, five six times, and I yeah. mean, it, the, it, talk about a recipe for disaster because it's like great weather. I mean, depending on the, what time you go, but just good weather yeah, like, outside of the great hurricanes. vibes, like just. Well, it, it's been yeah. party central for how long? Yeah, oh, lots of trouble. Uh, down there. Lots it's been party. Trouble. It's party central since they landed. I can tell you story after story about down there, but we're just going to get boring right here. <laughs> you probably pretty much got the picture, you know? <laughs> getting getting kicked back and being put on your boat constantly. I don't know what their problem was. Is it is it pretty boring? <laughs> is it pretty boring when you get when like you get banned for a weekend up there? Nope. So 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 if you stay on the ship, <laughs> we'll figure out a way to have fun. Don't worry about us. Well, I just feel like if I got put on a ship and I couldn't leave, the the other the other seven hundred ninety seven people, or let's say there's three of you that got stayed behind, the other I guys are out there, kind of thing. And you're just stuck on the ship. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, just start go anyway. Sometimes they're getting. What are they gonna do? They're gonna restrict you for forty five extra days. You're gonna be out to sea anyways. Oh, okay, so you're playing the game. You're playing the system. Kind of the way I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. So give me 45 days restriction, 45 oh. extra days duty. I'm going to be floating on the boat anyways. So, like, see, that's kind <laughs> of true. That's funny to me because you, you think that through, but then, like, I'm, I'm thinking about this pizza robbery story, and, like, you guys <laughs> take a pizza and steal the car and don't think, like, past that. Like, oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> like, I don't even know why we needed that car. We could have just walked back across the street and ate our pizza. Oh, so, just to have fun. Yeah, because I don't know. Like my my first thought would be, Jordan, like, man, like if we were all the same age, I would have been the guy that just would say, "Let's just grab the pizza and run, and eat it behind a house." Because I don't think that lady, I'd profile a lady and be like, "I don't think she's gonna hop behind a fence or something and try to go after a pizza." Well, all I can say to that Chuck is, you weren't there. <laughs> I wasn't there, <laughs> and you're not my dad. <laughs> yeah, and you're not my dad, <laughs> and I'm not your dad. We would just we would just order the pizza for the neighbor's place, and then. Uh, hey, you we know, would go in the back of the car and take it out of the, the like hot box. Thing. Oh man, I we'd open the uh, open the back door real sly and just slide it out. Yeah, so good. our ship was in dry dock, and uh, if you're gone 31 days, it's a wall. If you're gone 30 days, then it's an unauthorized absence, and the punishments mm-hmm. are way different. Okay, so, so, so if you're gone for 30 days, yep, a month. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Like so, so, so at this time... What are you doing for 30 days? Okay. Partying? Uh, what else? Slow, <laughs> slow down, Turbo. I'm trying to tell you. So we were on restriction on the boat because we had gotten in trouble for something. I don't remember that part. So we snuck off the boat and off the base. Now what are we going to do? So we got a newspaper. <laughs> we got a newspaper. You ever seen these ads? We need cars driven to different states. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day, right? Yeah. We were probably the reason they stopped doing that. Oh. <laughs> so, we, got the, we got the newspaper, and we picked up a, it was a station wagon, and it was going to Pennsylvania or something. So did you have a, I thought you didn't have a driver's license, though, so someone. They, don't, they didn't check all that. All they checked was your military ID and your paperwork. Yeah, and they then. thought you were good. You're like, right. okay. Right, right. So we got this station wagon, and we drove it up to Pennsylvania, and we partied and spent a couple of days. We turned the car into where it's supposed to go. And then we need another one that's going to go back to, back to it, Norfolk. Yeah. Well, they didn't have one going back. They had a Chevy S10 that had to go to L.A. So, <laughs> And they give you so many days to do to this, get right? Yeah. So we're thinking. You guys just look at each other in like a hotel room like, quick math. Going, out, going to L.A.? We can quick do math. this. Yeah. But so <laughs> how are we going to get all the fuel money and all out there? I know. 
my buddy had his ex-wife's, uh, I think it was Sears or J.C. Penney's card, and at that point, they didn't check under 100 bucks. Ah, right? Okay. Yeah. So we hit every one of them. Under 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All the way out to California. We'd go into Penny's, we'd buy a little radio and some towels and whatever, and we'd hit the <laughs> next gas station and say, man, we're military, we're broke, we're trying to get home, we got this brand new radio. We'd get a tank of fuel and a sandwich. All the way to California. Oh, by, the amazing. Time, by the time we got to California, man, we had a lot of clothes, extra spending money. <laughs> and you get paid too, right? So do they, do they pay you when you when you bring the car back? No, no, they don't pay you. They, they just, bas- just they, give it to you. They basically just give you the car, and it's got to be delivered here by the estate. Okay, you pay okay. your own f- fuel and food. Okay, that's that's fair. So I mean, it's a cool deal. So we take this S10, and it had a little white camper on it, and we get all the way out to uh, Mist Mist LA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Went down to Indio, see my old yeah. high school buddies. So, so you missed it on purpose, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we get down to Indio, and this was uh, Palm Springs spring break going on. So another, another spring, spring break. break. Oh my gosh! Right? So first thing we did was we take the camper shell. We eighty six the camper shell. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, get rid of this thing. I know a lake. <laughs> Let's put it in the lake. It's only two feet deep. We, It'll cover the ch- the shell. Maybe, had, maybe this time you run out a hundred feet first and go. Okay. We had so many people packed in this truck. We had there's lots of stories behind that truck, but we'll go to, we'll go into that another time. So we parted with this truck for about a week. Now we're way late on the delivery date. So we decided to go park it on the interstate. And call the company and tell them the truck got stolen, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they're like, "Well, why are you guys calling us a week later before the while well, we've been trying to find it?" <laughs> so, no, this is just you gotta. So, okay, whatever. We'll get past that. They got insurance. Felt bad for the guy that owned the truck because it was thrashed. It, it was thrashed. Yeah. Right. So, Navy guys taking it to L.A. for a spring break. Yeah, coming from Pennsylvania. So we 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 called the truck and we're back. How at my, could it be intact? Yeah, we're back at my buddy's house. <laughs> yeah, there's two of us and we're back at my buddy's house. Man, we only got like three days to get back before we're AWOL. It's still an unauthorized absence. So you're LA. You need to get back to Virginia. 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 Yeah. Okay. Almost as far away from LA as you can yeah. get. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we gonna do? I said, man, I don't know. I got an idea. <laughs> Donnie, give me a ride down to the recruiter's office. So he walks us down to the recruiter's office, and we walked in, and we go, yeah, I'm UA. Um, I'm from this ship, my base, back east. I'm UA. I want to turn myself in <laughs> in the recruiter's office. That kept me from getting an AWOL. It was just a UA. Wow. Yeah. So they give me a plane ticket, and they said, the plane ticket's going to come out of your pay. When you get back to the airport back there, you call them, and they'll come pick you up. Cool. I mean, I could have sold that ticket and went on another trip, you know? But right, because you you, you you can, like, go for another 30 days, technically, right? Cause no, not at that point. In. No, not no. at that point. Yeah, no. yeah. That, that, that was a deciding factor. Because <laughs> if I don't go back, then I'm AWOL, and that's a whole other level. Yeah, it's a whole bad. So I flew into Norfolk, and I called up the command, and, you know, Marty Fife shows up, you know, goes over to the airport, you're your way, and put your hands behind your back. I said, man. I just flew all the way from the West Coast, dude. Really? You, you don't have to do all this. Takes us back to the boat again. But I got back right on the 30th day. <laughs> so so what they did, did they... Half a month's pay, 45 days restriction. <laughs> 
I feel like this is just a string of half months pay, 45 day restriction. Oh, man. I had more of those than I had promotions. I mean, that's probably why they let you stay. They're like, we only have to pay this guy half a month every month. It's great. <laughs> just 50% off labor. Well, and I kept going back to the, wait a is minute. Is this legal? You know what? I'm sorry, guys. I'll try to behave. But here's the thing. If the shit hits the fan, do you want that guy pushing a pencil? Do you want me? You know, I mean, yeah. would you ever say that to them? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Like, oh, okay, They're like, okay, yeah. Sure. So there you go. Now you know. That's fucking. I like tweet. it. And you could probably now know. I mean, now I'm a lot more mellow. But you know, my character, my don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still that way. Hey, you got to get that out of you though. When you're young, you got to burn that out. Oh boy. Whew. Well, well, so, so Joe, did, did people, you ever I would care say. then, or no? No. Because I, I feel like the way, I, when I was 16, I remember it, I was 16, I talked about it the first time on the podcast, I think, that I, I remember, like, I'm, I'm going to not care what people think, and I'm going to wear what I want to wear, but, and I, and I had this whole spectrum, but I also, like, I also, I also told myself, too, but I'm also going to re- be respectful, like, I'll, I'll, I'll respect people, but I'm going to not care what you think. Absolutely. So, with all due respect, uh, look at my middle finger, and I'm going to smile. Yeah. Absolutely, Chuck. Matter of yeah. fact, take two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know the, the thing was, I could be gentle. I could be friendly. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. If you don't like my clothes or like me, don't fucking talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been that way. Uh-huh. It, it just... Yeah, mine was like eighth grade because I, like, I was like the new kid. Yeah, and like yeah. A, a tiny middle school, so I got bullied, like just picked on all the time. And then eighth grade, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what all, y'all say. And I had we had already all fought each other at that at that point. Like we had gone through the pecking order <laughs> and figured out where everybody was at. And then like hit high school hit. I'm like, oh wow, this is easy. Everybody's yeah, yeah. everybody's so much nicer. You know what? We had our times, and you know we all scrapped and fought and this, but we never did anything that was really like malicious. Yeah, nothing yeah. to really harm people. Yeah, we'd steal your car in a heartbeat. You know, and do shit like that. Right, right. But, but never physically, I can honestly say, never physically harmed. I, I didn't play that game, but. Yeah, well, it's not in your nature. You know, I mean, I could tell just, you know, hanging out with you, it's not in your nature to, like, like seek uh, dis- destroyment in people's no. lives, yeah, no. you know? No, and we wouldn't just go tear shit up for the fun of tearing it up. We're yeah. going to tear it up. Let's have some fun. I'll tell no, you what, though, like, you're, you're definitely in top three people of, like, if I had a really sensitive friend. And I wanted them to be desensitized in some way. I'd, I'd be like, "You need to go hang out with Joe." <laughs> like, if you think I'm making you cry <laughs> yeah. about what I'm saying, you need to be like diagnosed and like, let's give you some uh, some anecdote here. And, and You've been talking to my you, wife. You got thin skin. <laughs> you got thin skin. We'll toughen it up for yeah, you. Yeah, let's let's thicken that skin up real quick. Bit. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good stuff. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's basically. So, so now, but now you're now you're up here in Idaho. So do you have family up here or anything, or you just kind of how did you find Idaho? Uh, no, man. You know, uh, I have family here now. You okay. know, I've got a wonderful wife. Yeah, you She's got a beautiful awesome. wife. You guys mm-hmm. married what? Three years or something? Been Four? married two. Been together five so, years. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then my mom's here now. Dad passed, so I moved okay. mom up to take care. That's the family I got. What brought me to Idaho was after my second divorce. Right. You know. I just, I don't know. I was going to leave California. I hated it. So I was going to go back to Hawaii. I lived over there for two years between the two marriages. So I decided I'm going to take a road trip. Quit deed on the house, sold motorcycles. Everything I owned fit in a Mazda Miata, Chuck. Oh, you're going to like that story. You're driving you a, a Mazda, Mazda Miata. Miata. Hell yeah. Oh, you're going to like the Mazda Miata story. I'm sure I told you about, about Division. 
Uh, yeah. I think you have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So everything I wanted to keep, I put in a Mazda Miata. I'm just going to take a road trip, and when the road trip's over, I'm going to go live back in Hawaii. I'm just done with this. So I moved up here with a Mazda Miata, and uh, kind of fell in love with North Idaho and the area, and so I stayed here. And when, how long, what, what year is this? 2000, are we in the 2000s now? Yeah, we must be. Must have been 2010, 2011. Yeah, right. So, so a purple Miata at that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you had a you had a purple Mazda Miata. Now you, hold on, let me because you can look at me. But where? Right. So I'm five foot ten, two hundred and seventy. I'm a big dude. You're a big dude. In a Mazda Miata. <laughs> yeah, I got. So, yep. Yeah. That's amazing. So I'm going up to Vision, which is a major road. Yeah, in Spokane. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I've uh, got the top down. I'm just. You know, mind of my business. Is it summer? Like, give me, give me some senior. Yeah, it the spring, ju- summer, July, August. Right, had so the top down. Yeah, you know, whatever. Five p.m. ish. So there's, I guess. <laughs> yeah. These kids in a Subaru. Do you oh know where the God. Y is? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay, right there. These kids in a Subaru pulled out and brake checked me, and whatever. I just let them go, and they kept this up. We're going three ninety five north toward Wandermere, and they kept doing this. I actually pulled in a parking lot and let them go, and they waited up the road. Okay. Now I'm fed up. Their thing was... <laughs> they don't know that you've missed half your pay as a career officer. <laughs> Their thing was... I'm 50% off Navy, man. <laughs> yeah, I've no. got nothing to lose. This this story <laughs> this story came out later. Their thing was, hey, look at this, man. It's just a fat dude in a Mazda Miata with California plates. Let's fuck with him, right? Yeah. So, so that's what they were doing. They got to the red light right up there on 395 in Wandermere, mm-hmm. Chuck. Oh, yeah. And I seen the passenger door open... And the kid jumps out with this pistol in his hand. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Uh, you can still look this one up on the news, right? Okay, you're, okay, okay. Okay, so he jumps out with this pistol. <laughs> I popped the trunk and I pulled out a Draco, which is an AK-47 pistol, <laughs> 60 rounds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I come around the back of the trunk. He throws his pistol on the ground and starts crying. Now I'm really mad. So I picked the pistol up and cracked him in the jaw with it. Holy and his shit. buddy gets out and he's like, "You're going to jail!" And I'm calling, "Man, you guys started this." I looked around; everybody's on their cell phones. I got enough for everybody. Oh man, Joe, you're in fucking trouble, right? So I take his gun, I take my gun, I put them back in the trunk, and I just sit there. Right here come the cops. <laughs> man, it shut division down. You can look it up to this day; it was on the news. So what do you crazy. type in? Like division man standoff gun um, kids Subaru. I guess. So I'm okay, I'll find, I, I'll I find did, it. I did see it on, on Graham News there. So, wow. Yeah, so the cops come. And sh- down, 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 down. Okay, so are you, do you have a cigar in your mouth, by chance? Yeah, I did, you actually. You have a cigar in your mouth. Why did they fuck with you? Yeah, why would they do that? <laughs> They're Subaru kids. They're pieces of trash. Yeah, fat trash, dude, fat dude California plates, right? I mean, I'm looking more at the Subaru. Do, do you still have your people. stuff in the car? Like, is, did, did, did you give them a reason? Like, did they did they look at you and be like, oh, he's got stuff in the no, car? No, no, like, I didn't. At that point, I didn't have my stuff in my car. I had rented a little apartment there. I'm just going up the road, dude, <laughs> chilling, right? Okay, so I, I got. I'm trying to envision so, this as a kid. Like, I pull out a gun on you. I gotta be a little. Build. I gotta be a little scared. Like, it's it's, it's adrenaline rush, regardless. And and this big dude just uh, do you calmly walk out? No, you, he when they were in front of me when he passenger door opened and I seen him jump out with this, I hit my trunk release and went around the back of the car. So you just parked it immediately? Were you were you oh, moving dude. or you already stopped? No, like I, was, I was still something. moving a little bit. So when I hit it, the trunk popped open. I went around the back of the trunk, came out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> right. 
All and, right, man. Let's do this. And right? it's one of the things where it's like, and you're dead. So, anyways, I get arrested. Now I'm really mad because I get arrested. You get arrested. And he's the victim. Wow. Right? Now I'm really mad. We get down there. and Make a long story short, they're trying to make me plea bargain to a lesser charge. And I said, hey, we're not going to plea bargain. We're going to go to jury. He pulled a gun first, and all the witnesses said that, right? How's he the victim? Because I hit him. That's why he's the victim. So, well, let's go to, let, let's go to trial. My attorney says, you know, Joe, if you get proven guilty, you're going to go to jail for probably a year. And I said, no, I ain't. He goes, how can you be so sure? I said, let me tell you something. <laughs> I've been to jail. You're not my dad. <laughs> Pretty much. If I go to jail, I'm going to get maybe, if I get proven guilty, there's not a jury in the world going to convict me for what I did. Right. If I get proven guilty, six to eight months, maybe I'll do 90 days because the jails are crowded and be out on good behavior. That's a cakewalk. Yeah. I've been there before. And I'm retired. I got nothing to do, man. Right. You've been like, I have years of this. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you how this works, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we go to court. I, I still got this paperwork. Is it jail on a you. boat? Because that so make my life real easy. I told him the only thing that you guys are mad because of the type of gun it was. I get that. But I'm not going to pay any money. Tell you what. This is what I will do. I want the charges dismissed. I won't do any money, but I'll do community service. And I want my gun back but I will sell the gun to any licensed dealer in town so I don't have it. Otherwise, let's go to trial, man. So we go in there. The prosecutor says, do we have a deal? My attorney says, no, we don't. Actually, we do, but not the one the prosecutor wanted. He tells the judge. My client said he wants his gun back. He won't do any fines, but he'll do community service. And the judge says, I never heard of community service on a weapons charge. Um, he goes, well, that was my client's idea, not me. <laughs> Way to go, dude. <laughs> but that's what they ended up doing. The judge dismissed all the charges, gave me the gun back. And uh, as long as I didn't get in trouble in the next year, I sold the gun down to a... Wait, okay, so I I, I don't want to talk politics. I don't, no. I don't like to talk about that. But, but like, that kind of makes me mad. Like, some dipshit kids yeah. pull a gun on you. Pull a gun on me. And they probably would have learned their lesson because if you didn't have a gun, what would have happened? Well, hold on. We had that conversation with the, the arresting cops. Was it a loaded gun? Did you did you end up grabbing No, his was an airsoft gun. Okay, well, okay. doesn't matter. So doesn't matter. He pulled it out on you, dude. He pulled if, it if out. someone pulled a gun out on me that I had no idea that, that, that jumped we me. We had that conversation. Yeah, I'm fucking killing you. I, I, I will do everything I shot. I said, let me tell you something. Where I'm, where I'm from, Somebody does that, you're getting robbed, carjacked, or something, right? Yeah. He yeah. goes, well, you're not in California anymore. I said, well, you need to tell these well, you're kids you're in fucking that. Spokane. And, it's but, like worse, almost. <laughs> no, they don't have a clue. They, they don't, but, it, but it's like, so, it's a and, joke. Then, and then I told him this. I said, you know, let me tell you something. I probably did more for that kid than you guys ever would. Because I bet you he thinks twice about pulling a gun out of somebody now. Yeah, <laughs> because he should also know that he's not in California Dude, and he's actually up. in the Northwest that's so where everyone has up. a gun. He he actually <laughs> yeah. I remember his words clearly when he jumped out and I came out with mine. He started crying. He said, "It's just an airsoft, and you pull out a fucking machine gun." That's his exact words, man. I said, "Ain't a machine gun, dude." <laughs> Whack. <laughs> Dick, so, so you, so you yeah. only you only hit you only pistol whipped him with an airsoft gun. Yeah. No, no, I cracked him with my my the butt with your hand with my hand. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, I grabbed his gun and stood up and just cracked him right in the jaw. Yeah. one. Oh, he he was well. He asked for a lot more than that. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, good lord. I could have shot him. You know, I stopped the threat. I'd have been like, you "Can know? I talk to your parents?" Because what the hell are you doing, dude? You know. So how many of them? Were like two or three in a car, or two just two? Just two? Yeah, two of them. Let's pick on the fat dude with California plates. Look at him. With I would airsoft. never mess with a dude in a Mazda Miata, like especially a purple one. And you're like, uh, you got a big, yeah. you got big shoulders. Like it's just a bad, it's just a bad choice. Any man. man driving a Mazda Miata is like, dude, that guy is so secure in his life. You would think. You don't maybe, ever maybe mess with that guy. Maybe he looked at it and he said, he can't be that big. Well, how old was this kid? Probably 20, 20, 18, 22. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I mean, they're also he's also no, the idiot no. to like. He also is try in a to Subaru. Pull, try to jump someone with an airsoft gun. Like they're they're that illogical already. And a Subaru. In a so. Subaru. Was it like a WRX Subaru? Like yeah. Did he yeah, wear a hat? No, I don't know. Huh? He didn't have a hat on. That's surprising. It was one of those little hot rod Subaru. Things. Yeah, yeah. The WRX yeah. is. And a Mazda Miata won't get out. Of like it runs way. off of vape juice, probably not even. <laughs> not even a. Uh, gas. It's like a vape. There's like a vape conversion kit out there. <laughs> like yeah, you, you know. Instead of vape. a diesel where you com- convert it to propane, it's just <laughs> vape. apple juice, it's grape, apple juice, grape jelly. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta give the kids. You gotta give the benefit of the doubt, man. I'm driving a purple Miata with California plates. Yeah, yeah let's fuck yeah. with them. I asked for it. Yeah. I guess, you know. I would, that that is not uh, the flag that you're flying there. I'd be like, do not f that that guy. There was one time, uh, probably like 2007. I it was on division. Division at night. I was with my friend Noel, and we were driving home like late. It was like a, I forgot where we were coming home from, but it was it was North Division, and we're stopping at this light. And there's these two cars. There's this truck and this little car, and they're like they're kind of like fighting. Like at first it started off like as a race maybe, but mm-hmm. and then it turned out to, like my my friend Noel and I watched it for like five lights. And we kept getting stopped at every light, and there's no one out. And it's like 1 a.m. probably. And we, we found out that, like, okay, these people know each other. They're not racing. Like, one's swerving. That's this little car swerving. And then what ended up happening is as soon as the light turned red, they the, the one stopped. The little car stopped sideways, got out of the car, opened the, the driver's side door, and unbuckled the dude and pulled him out and just slammed him in the face, like, two times. And the guy, the guy, like, the, the guy that got slammed in the face twice was able to, like, kick the guy down. He got back in his truck because he's only halfway out, slammed it, and just like swerved, took off. And my buddy Nolan and I are looking like Spokane. Because like, we're recording where are we? Garbage. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, garbage. And the, the guy just got up and got in his car <laughs> and just drive drove normally the, the rest of the way. <laughs> I just remember seeing that. We, we were confused. We we're like, do we call cops or is this like What like just a, happened here? Like, we're just like, let's just let it be. <laughs> well, know. and you know what? It does bug me. Growing up, I grew up in a different era, I guess. But this younger generation, they seem to want to fuck with anybody, anywhere, anytime, no regard. Yeah, hell yeah. And yeah. what are you guys thinking? It yeah. drives me nuts, Chuck, because, yeah. I mean, I'm a nice guy and i got a big heart, but it's... Uh, it's well, like, I definitely don't want to rob you. Well, thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're nice, but yeah. We're going to have some fun, right? But, I mean, growing up, we never did shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I grew up in North Indio, which is a really, really, really rough area. They had their elements and people that did that, but we didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, it's just these kids hear about things and see it on the news and TV, and they think, oh, we can do that, and they don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, and kind of going back to kind of like end this conversation slowly here, but, um, you know, it just it's just with all of the events that are happening these days, you know, the news that you hear, whether all the events – yeah, from, yeah. From shootings to to just normal local news, like mischief stuff, and you, and it, it gets it gets more and more 
uh, popularized, I guess, or something like that. And and, and, and I do I, 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 I agree with you, Joe. Like there's just this there's just the mentality of zero regard for like I don't it sounds so old of myself as like a it sounds like a, what my grandpa might say, but I was like, you know, there's no respect anymore for differences or for just community or you know what you know you're you're right my wife and i were having this talk later there's no respect for it because what happens these days one of these kids will start some and the minute you hit them what are they what's the first thing they want to do they want to call the cops right and right i i don't understand that me growing up you'd get your ass whooped Right. You know, when a cop show up, oh, well, too bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it goes back to that, they need to learn some respect for people. Sure. And they have none because what they want to do is start shit and then resort to calling the cops. Right. They don't want any. They don't want to have the repercussions of, of right. their oh, actions. Yeah. You don't get the one-on-one. Right. I mean, yeah, I, it's, when I was in middle school, like our teachers, I went to private middle school, they would let us fight. Like if we got beef in class, recess hit, we started fighting. They made sure that it didn't go too far, but like it was on. They had you teachers would that would finish the job. Let you fight. Like my grandpa was a disciplinary te- like the dude. Like he's the one that would like figure out if he was, was going to hit you yeah. or like do something to you. He was that dude. Like, this is like the sixties. Like he was the one that would whoop your ass. Like yeah. you get sent to him and he hit you, like <laughs> yeah. with a paddle or something. Like yeah. that was a yeah. job. Oh yeah, paid my, by the government. <laughs> well, I mean, even like my grandpa, man, I, I mouth off once. He hit me so hard that. I was flying through the air at a forty-five yeah. degree angle, full speed. Like I mean, nowadays you'd bananas. be on CNN for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Grandpa hits, uh, <laughs> you know, shithead <laughs> or something. No, 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 no. They're trying to make you the victim. They're like, yeah, but I wouldn't. Grandpa I hits go for that. I'd be like, boy, like, like, <laughs> like he hit me and he pinned me down, and I immediately was just like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I knew what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. we went to the neighbor's house and played cars and had yeah. drinks. Right, right. It's not like that anymore. It's, you know, it's sad. Okay, so so Joe, I want to I want to end it with a good saying from you. Like, is there is there anything that like, uh, up up until now, it sounds like you've done a lot. Like you've you've been there, you've done that, you've you've seen a lot of the world. Like, you know, do you have any advice for anybody young coming up that might be like you? You know, like if if you if you Joe, if you had the chance to talk to your younger self, twenty five years younger, you know, what would you tell that Joe? Wow, man, that's a good question. Enjoy life. Um, show some respect. You know what? Enjoy life. I'm not going to judge you if you get in trouble, but um, just show some respect. I think that's that's the best I can give anybody. Uh, if you're going to go out there and get in trouble, own it. When you oh, get yeah. caught, own it. And then take your medicine. You did it. And, and respect the cops, respect the courts. Take your medicine. Uh, just show some respect. It usually goes better yeah. for you. Yeah, big yeah. Time. It does. I mean, trust yeah. me, these guys know. These cops have heard it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've been and there. I'm telling you from me, you, you don't bullshit them and you tell them the flat-out truth. Oh, it sure, rattles yeah. their mind, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. what baffles them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen that first firsthand, yeah. like, telling the truth versus not telling the truth. I mean, straight-up brutal truth. Yeah. Well, you know, I come around the corner and I just mashed the fucking gas pedal. I didn't see the cat in the road. <laughs> you know, yeah. just straight up. Yeah. Uh, they don't. Everybody's full of excuses, and you did it. And you smoke know? cigars, maybe. Do you... I don't know, man. Drink whiskey, smoke cigars. Yeah, I would drink probably... nothing but how, water or whiskey. How long have you been smoking cigars for? Since I was twenty years old. So you've been. Sm- you're a veteran, Damn. man. You're like veteran on top of veteran. veteran. I would probably wait a little longer or, or smoke less because I'm right now. 
I'm smoking five or six of them a day, and I don't. I'm trying to get less of them, but I can't. So I wouldn't want to see anybody get to that point. Okay, okay. Man, it's great, but it's an expensive habit. I, oh yeah. Well, uh, I mean, have you gotten any well, from us yet lately? I mean, huh? we could. I was gonna say, uh, or we could stock take advice you. from Chuck and uh, Gary and start your own cigar company if you would no, like to don't, do this. No, don't ever start a cigar company. Your paperwork upon you're paperwork. You're better off selling cookers, cookers, hookers, cookers. and blow. Than than selling cigars. I think it'd be better. I think it's it, it's a much harsher reality than that. I think like old leaves, like old dried leaves. up leaves. Somehow old leaves. Somehow the just. Hates them. I mean that's basically what it is, right? It's just old leaves. I've I've watched it. Yeah, you know, I they would dry think, leaves and they roll them and I they give them to you. Government share, hates you. Yep. If you're gonna share anything with anyone, just just be yourself. You don't have to. You know, pride. Pride uh, is gonna kick be kick that a, to the curb. Quick. Kick it to the curb. You don't have to impress anybody. You don't have to make anybody like you. Just be respectful. Live your life. Be fun. As long as you're not destroying property and hurting people, 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 most people understand. We're all human. We're young and we fuck up. Just don't be an ass about it. Yeah. You know? That's it. Yeah. I, I like it, Joe. Uh, uh, I'm getting from you. Enjoy yourself. Drive a Mazda Miata, purple one, too. <laughs> if you've never driven a Mazda Miata, I would... I would Highly recommend Dude, that. Also, cars. Porsche 914 if you can get your hands on it. Yeah. Even smaller. Even than smaller. Yeah. And more fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and the kayak thing, I mean, Joe, like... Keep an eye on your clothes when you're skinny dipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. I've got yeah. one of those. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, Joe, thank you for coming on the podcast, man. This is this was fun. It's good to, it's good to kind of see more insight into your life. I feel like you're, you're one of those dudes that uh, you could not know anybody in a crowd and everyone's going to know you before you're going to hear you him walk you're going to hear him and you're going to see this yeah. the tornado of smoke coming i mean over. <laughs> joe the like storm cloud yeah i i feel like the first time i met you i felt like i've known you since like the 90s well you thank know? you Chuck. That's yeah cool, you're, you're, you're a good dude and and you got a beautiful wife and and you're a cool family i'm glad you're up here in idaho it does feel like we've known each other for longer than we have because yeah. we've only been friends for like three well, you, years. You two are very much years, alike. Five years. I feel like. On well, you guys are my family. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I don't. I mean, at this point, we are family. You are. You, I, don't, I don't even know how we met. I don't even care. Guaranteed cigars. <laughs> was it? I can't no. remember. I think it was us, man. I think we brought you in. Like, I met Joe through a cigar event. I remember you talking to my dad at one point. I got introduced. And then. Joe, I know where I met you. You Ooh. were barbecuing for A1 way back. The cigar. Yes, lounge. that's how I met you too. Steaks. Like Wednesday night steaks. Unofficially. It was unofficially, maybe, but I remember this. You were making I... steaks, and you were making really good steaks, and then you came and talked to us, and I'm like, the dude that made this, the steaks is going to talk to us. <laughs> and I was like, that's already cool. Like, I used to cook for them, yeah. Yeah. And, was and I remember I remember this. I don't know where we, we formerly met. Yeah. That could have been. I'm at a garage sale, and I'm talking oh, to these old God. people. I'm talking to these old people about their kayaks. I said, yeah, man, you know, I don't like the younger crowd. Um, Going back to the yellow kayak. Yeah. I said, we'll have to get together. You know, I like the older crowd, the older people. We'll just kind of chill and enjoy it. Let's go do some kayaking. And here comes this guy with a beard walking like, what's up, dude? It was his parents. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was really? my parents' house. Yeah. yeah. It was his parents' house. Oh, hey, yeah. So we kind of hit it off from there. But I don't. Wait, 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 wait. So you bought a yellow kayak from his parents? No. no. Okay. I was, I was like, gonna that's going to be weird. Yeah. No, they no. still have it. They have their kayaks. I, they were having a garage show when they were. Before yeah, they yeah, moved. yeah, yeah. Post Falls, right? Yep. Right, right. Yeah. 
And I was over there, bought some windows or something from him. Something, yeah. And then he walks up. That's wild, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and it was cool because I got a big heart, but I don't have anybody over here. I mean, I got friends, but I just this is my home. Yeah, yeah. But you guys are like family, you know. Oh, me. I love I love hanging around you, man. Whenever I get a chance to hang around you, <laughs> I love it. Dude, the cigar slinging weekend. Yeah. Holy hell, that's a that's a story. Okay, so I got the new one. I told Andrew about this today. This is great. Yeah. Is this a story? No, no, no. It's a new oh. idea. Okay, it's a new cool. idea. So, okay, okay. My thing is, and we'll go, dude, you'll find me floating to St. Joe, and I'll have a 30-pack on the back of my kayak, and then my cigars, that's me, I float down the river. Right. And it's kind of got a I got a new one, Chuck. What do you got? Uh, my ATV, I'm going to put an inverter on the back. So that when I get up in the hills, I can plug in a little blender and mix margaritas up on the top of the mountain. <laughs> and we were like doing like we're doing like 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 stupid engineering where we can like figure out a way to like get an umbrella and a bunch of like bar stools and stuff up there. We're like oh, Pull we can the totally do up, this. Flip, flip everything out. Flip, flip it up. Little table. <laughs> plug in the blender. All portable. You should call it like the margarita mobile or something. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna put a little 110 inverter. Mounted on the back of my box with a little table, and everything else fits in the box. And when we get up yeah. there, yeah. I got my cigars and everything in the quad. You pull yeah. over, you break out your blender. Oh, I love it, man! I love that. You, you could just call it your ACV alcohol cigar vehicle. <laughs> the ACV. The ACV. I got an ACV. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Don't anyone ever steal that idea? That came from Joe. We'll kill you. Yeah, we'll kill you. They all we'll got UTVs, ATVs. I got an ACV. ACV. <laughs> yeah. ATV. Okay, guys. So, if you guys have learned anything from this podcast, is to live life. Uh, live life. Get uh, get an ACV after Joe's. You should made do them. this. Yeah. And Buy one from Joe and chill. Chill out a little bit. Life's not meant to be so serious. And uh, I hope you. I hope you guys, that people that listen to this, understand that just from what Andrew and I always talk about all the time. But you know, Joe, you're, you're like a living example of that. Just like live your life. Be. Embrace yourself and and let's and go do something fun, even if it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, with all due respect, <laughs> you're not my dad. All <laughs> right, Kamubakan Papuku. All right, have a good night, guys. Adios, cheers. Well, that was an episode, wasn't it? See you next time, Tuesday at 4:44 p.m. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>